We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not ourselves. 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verse 7. That's what we talk about here today, Crossroads Podcast. Crossroads 98, I'm Steve Hollis, and right across from me is the illustrious, elusive at times, Pastor Eddie Dean Hammond. (laughs) When I'm gone, you have hecklers on the show. I know. You have hecklers in here last week. Jekyll and Jekyll. Heckle and Jekyll. Heckle and Jekyll. Yeah, Meg Pies. Yeah, yeah. The so. cartoons. The cartoons. That's exactly what they were. Are. Uh, yeah, we had we had a couple of guests last week. We did say, though, however, that we would have uh, enjoyed you being here. Um, it's, but it's much more fun to heckle people to their face ah. than it is. To do it. Across, you know, if they have to like across listen the to the whole, yeah, exactly. I see across the internet. So, yeah, it it was good. It was I I was glad that they were able to to come and join me um, as guest speakers, and uh, both of them enjoy enjoy it quite often or quite a bit. Uh, they did both tell me that after they were done that they really did enjoy it. Um, got a chance to talk a little bit more in depth. Um, they are a couple of our deacons, of course, you know that. And uh, Deacon Doc and Deacon Dodger. De- that's, that's that's exactly yeah. So. Uh, couple of leaders uh, here at Crossroads, and and uh, it really is encouraging to hear other voices as we talk about the details of of what was you know what the Lord had brought uh, last message, what the Lord has prepared for this coming up, and that's exactly what we'll do here today. Um, God is so good, and His his unique way of t- showing us through his Holy Spirit how it's pertinent to our lives, Absolutely. the scriptures, and pulls that out. Um, the ancient, in fact, I will say this that's exactly what we're studying right now uh, in my seminary classes. Um, there's a class that we're talking about interpretation, uh, hermeneutical uh, uh, aspects, and and uh, it's a big word, folks, but um, <laughs> we've, we're we're reading a book right now called The Blue Parakeet, and I will have to oh, say this: I know that book. Yeah, The Blue Parakeet by Scott McKnight. Uh-huh. Did you know that Scott McKnight is from? Free, he grew up in Freeport. No, I did not. Freeport, Illinois. Huh. He talks about in his book about his dad, um, or actually he talks about a driver's ed taking driver's ed and, and that his driver's ed instructor was telling him how to how to back up and giving him instruction and and uh, he was trying it and and he was getting so frustrated that he finally just got out of the car and walked home and then he and then he said and that driver's instructor instructor was my dad so mr mcknight i i'm now i'm putting all of these things together yeah, that's amazing when it? i was talking to stace Small that world. we were talking about oh my goodness mr mcknight <laughs> that's scott's dad so he's about 16 well i think it was four four 13 or 14 years older than i so yeah. he was he was in the high school but i'm doing a paper on it and uh, in the paper i had to say that that we it was it was neat how i found this out and I said it, we we also grew up under the uh, crazy notion of our 
of our Freeport mascot yeah. that started with a P, and yeah. no, it was not parakeet, yeah, but it was the Freeport pretzels, yeah. and so we, uh, I was able to reference that in my in my paper and getting that wrapped up here today. But right now, we're going to be doing this podcast, so I'm I'm glad that we're here together. Pastor, did you get some rest? Um, we I were did. gone for yeah, a couple of weeks. That's good. It was nice sitting in solitude in the woods. Yeah. So. Well, that first week was a little bit uh, unique. It wasn't necessarily restful. Uh, no, it was, funerals. but it wasn't, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, we did have a couple of funerals there, and um, we sure appreciate you as a pastor. We want you to know that this is October, and uh, in October, uh, Pastor's Appreciation month and uh, from one pastor to another buddy i just want you to know that i i do uh, very much appreciate you and your work and, well, and Same uh, to you. your heart and your love for god's people and and uh, for the love for god and that's exactly uh the most important thing of course we know but yeah uh good stuff and uh we are glad that you're back with us anything that you'd like to to sh- say before we kind of get into the thick of uh, into the into the meat of it. No, um, you know, like I said, I was gone a couple weeks, and I appreciate you and your message, and uh, Pastor Sam, and then uh, this week uh, Marnie from New Life for Haiti will be here to enlighten us on what's going on in the, that uh, catastrophic part of the world. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's always a lot going on, and uh, I guess it's our responsibility and opportunity is to uh, interject God into all the events of the world and uh, I think that's maybe kind of what we do at this podcast to just uh, keep people focused it's hard to keep focused on Christ but that's what we need to be doing so amen well um, let's have a word of prayer let's just go ahead and and uh, go ahead and just ask the Lord just to cover this time father we are so grateful to be able to be here we ask your holy spirit to come and to cover us as we begin to talk about um, the references towards the scripture and how it relates to us and and the things that um, that we're going to be speaking about in haiti uh, and, and how that um, also affects us and how we can affect uh, some of the outcomes down there so lord i just pray lord that you would speak through our time together and bless it now i ask in jesus name amen Amen. Well, last week, uh, last weekend, Sam came and he spoke about um, the jars of clay. And I just read that scripture there at the beginning and talks about our our, our vessel our, uh, that we gather uh, treasure in. Mm-hmm. And that being sometimes um, where we either will jam pack it with earthly vessel or earthly treasures or whether we place first and foremost the treasure of Jesus Christ and the gospel that uh, that comes from our from our lives and uh, it's been very interesting you know to have thought about that as Sam brought that to us he mentioned during his message how back in ancient days what they would store in jar clays or j Clark clays of yeah I'll, let me just back up and try again. Jars of clay, things of treasure, of ointment, mm-hmm. of, of, of sometimes ashes. of Because um, it was safe. It was. In there. It didn't spoil. That's right. Oh, yeah. Good point. And, and so there was this, the, they would pack it, you know, and they would put it in there. Many, many different types of things. Food, um, storage of whatever necessity. But 
as Sam spoke about that and talking about how the scripture speaks of that, we need to transfer those things that we've treasured up in our lives, in our minds, in our in our hearts, and and let the lordship of God, of Jesus, to be the first mm-hmm. and primary treasure. Um, so it's, it was good to hear him speak of that. It was good to be reminded that we need to go through a process where that is a removal of some of the stuff that we've held on to for many years. Well, and then, I don't know if he mentioned or not, but I guess one of the first things that come to mind was when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees, he didn't call them jars of clay, but he said, your insides are, are like a, a sepulcher where they bury bodies with rotting and <laughs> flesh and bleached bones. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were storing in their jars of right. clay. Right. Uh, and he brought that to their attention, yeah. actually. So I think it, it, it's a good point of what you're, what, are you, what are you putting in your jar every day. Mm-hmm. What's in there? Yeah, and you know, and how we're even allowing that to, because again, how are we letting it be used, right? You know, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that the the treasures of this earth can't be used for His glory, but what's put in priority? Yeah, right. What's put first and foremost? The, the fact that what God blesses us with, and uh, then we're able to bless others um, through the joy that He is through our surrendering to God. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point about the Pharisees and how he called them out. He was saying, look, you're, you're full of these dead bones. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you're, all, you're all about the, the, the look on the outside. And, oh, look at me, I'm fasting, you know, mm-hmm. for the Lord. And, oh, and, oh, I've, I'm reading. You know, they would hold the, have scriptures on their forehead. Phylacteries yeah. is what they call those. And you're right, and they'd stand on the street corner so everybody could see them praying. Yeah. So, so, oh, look how holy these guys are. So, but on the inside, they were just... Well, and then a guy walked by and said, Man, Lord, thanks, thanks for not making me like that guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? So, yeah, we have, a, we have these, these things that we need to... to you know. And they would stand for hours. And they still do with the Wailing Wall. You'll see them. Uh, not Pharisees, so to speak, but Orthodox Jews will mm-hmm. be standing there and they move while they're praying. And... Uh, they have those phylacteries on their head. Of course, their head, you got to have your head covered when you go to the wailing wall. But, you know, you think about that. Of We need devotion to God and we need those quiet times. But also, we need to put that faith into action as we we reach out and be Jesus in the world and, and love people. Yeah. We're, we're not going to win people to Christ by condemning them. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times in this day and age, we get caught up with the politics and even in the context of the church, always wanting to be right. We, it's a big thing for followers of Christ sometimes to always be right and do, 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 bang, bang, bang on people's heads. But that's not going to... And a lot of people think if we, if we love them that we're accepting their lifestyle, and that's not always true. And that's why I always say with, with people that's living a lifestyle that's in opposition to God, I said, I love you, but I don't agree with, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. God doesn't agree with it. The Bible doesn't agree with it. And I'm not here to condemn you. I'm just here to point you to the truth, to point you in the way. So we extend that love and what they do with it's 
is their choice. It's on them. Mm-hmm. And that and that's you know, uh, men's group this morning. We we got we got on that subject and, and kind of Peter brought us back around to that very point that we're here to love people. Uh, we're not here to condemn them, and that's uh, we need to be reminded of that daily, probably, because yeah. we have a tendency to go the other way a lot, and in such a, a volatile world that's in opposition and uh, everybody wants to argue and fight uh, of it from issues like the vaccine to masks to uh, politics to on and on and on and on instead of trying to understand it we just fight against it yeah yeah that's not to take us back to two weeks but that's what i spoke about with a thicket right when we get caught in a thicket of of um, how we are navigating, trying to to work through some things that that we first originally feel like that we're being directed and and you know, rightly so along the ways of God, but then we veer off and we're like, well, I need to I need to put my two cents into that, or I need to yeah, go check exactly. that out, or I need to whatever, and then we dig a little deeper, and then we get caught into yeah. a thicket of of forgetting. That the love of the love of God needs to be uh, brought to one another, and my goodness, yeah. If we are, if our pots are, if our jars of clay are, uh, well, it's like the Holy filthy. Spirit, like you talk, you know, you talk about the crook, uh, yeah, that's crook right. reaching in there trying to grab our leg to pull us out. Sometimes we'll yeah. knock it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So, uh, hey, I got this. I got this. You know. And we're in dire need of him, and yeah. yet we're, you know, we think we're getting um, and doing the right thing, but we're just getting further and further into the yeah. thicket. Into yeah. the thicket. Well, it's good stuff, and and uh, you know, Sam did a good job. I do appreciate him coming. Amen. And yeah. um, it was uh, it was all very good. Um, this week coming up. Uh, we've got Marnie coming. And, and Marnie Van Work okay. from up at Naperville, Illinois. And she's going to be speaking to us about new life for, for Hay. Yeah. Well, and some of the things that's going on, of course, the, the issue today is not in that where our people are, but those uh, missionaries that were kidnapped and, mm. you know, what's going to happen to them. And I, the trips I'm down there, I can see that could happen because we've been stopped on the road and roadblocks and things like that. But... Uh, nonetheless, and uh, we Crossroads goes to two places. We go down uh, to Fennel Bernal and uh, in Jockmel, which we help build a compound up on the mountain. And uh, he's got uh, children that have been abandoned, or their parents didn't want them, mm-hmm. and he is raising them in a Christian environment, trying to teach them a trade in school, which is a great, great ministry. And it's south of Port-au-Prince, over the mountains, and then Marnie. Uh, New Life for Haiti is down in the Grand Dance River Valley, which is in the western uh, peninsula uh, of Haiti. And we, f- you fly from, you fly to Port, and then from Port-au-Prince you fly down to Jeremy, and then you drive up that. This last earthquake has destroyed 2,500 homes up that river. Oh goodness! I mean, it's hard to grasp, and and some of those homes aren't are substandard to what we would call homes but it's their home doesn't matter whether it's right. a shack or whatever it's their home and it's right. destroyed and you know and we try to give toward that to feed them actually the main thing's feeding them because a lot of a lot of fruit trees and gardens and things like that were destroyed 
Well, that was in the hurricane, and then this earthquake comes along and, and delivers that knockout punch. So uh, she's going to be talking about that and that and, uh, you know, and uh, sponsoring some of those children for school. Uh, they have to pay for school down there, and it's uh, not everybody gets to go. So uh, she does a great job explaining that. And a friend of mine, a fellow pastor, Fran Lehman, is the one that founded this ministry. And, you know, we've been hooked up with them for, for quite a while. And I know there's several people from here at Crossroads has went down and, and built and worked down there. And, yeah. and uh, Dr. Ellis goes and does clinics and right. those kind of things. So uh, I think it's good for uh, our people. You know, with Crossroads, we, we were here to impact this culture and to... Uh, build churches which help plant churches and you know i think of all the things that we do we maybe have have failed in a sense in that aspect and then the third way is build nations and we're trying to build haiti so that is part of our uh outreach here mm -hmm. so it's good yeah. to, and it's good to have her come to keep people aware of where we're at and where we're going there yeah. actually so one of the things i'd, I'd like to uh, to mention about um um maybe building churches you mentioned something about that i i think that that as we reference that even in that aspect that we have sent a lot of people here to to build churches or to be part mm -hmm. of churches and per church plants in fact actually there's one uh, we've got a few uh, people that are part of a church plant down in princeton mm -hmm. indiana that they're taking on and and uh, have felt led to go uh, be a part of that as well, and and that is that's exciting stuff because it sure it's the is. kingdom work, um, you know. And and so as we, we I think sometimes um, the actual plan of out of crossroads might be coming, but one that that we've seen throughout the years is mm -hmm. definitely one where people are being sent, um, many many people from. And we have put given resources to do that over the mm -hmm. years as well. So it's yeah. not that we haven't done anything. I right. guess that. My expectations are a little high sometimes, but yeah, and I think that sometimes we see it in a certain context, in a certain um, uh, frame, and and uh, when we do see how God has, while well, we start talking about it, and it, well, it just brings uh, smiles to our yeah. our faces about how many people have been able to go, and sure. as they've moved, or as they've been part of of others, um, the churches. It's been great to see them grow. Well, I tell you, it's it's great. Uh, to have you back, and I know that um, you've got a message then beyond um, Marnie's coming up uh, a week from Marnie is going to be speaking this week, and please come. She's um, she's very enjoyable to listen to, and very she's got some great information. Um, and uh, be praying for her as she comes. We also be praying for Haiti and uh, mm -hmm. and your viewpoint. But uh, the week after, just give me the title on that week after. Uh, 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 first week in well, it's the November. first Sunday. Yeah, November, and we're getting back into Ecclesiastes. Yeah, uh, God's timing is perfect. Okay, so well, that's good. Well, we'll definitely talk about that next yeah, week. But that's, that's what we're having. Um, what chapter is that over? It's. Um, no, I should have that right at the front, but I don't. It's in here somewhere. <laughs> and that that's crazy. I think we're close to the third yeah, chapter. Yeah, we're, we're on that. We're going straight through the the yeah, book. Yeah, we? we are. Okay. I'm. Uh, sometimes I don't mention that scripture till later in the message. Um, well, 
I, I think I'm still in three. You're right. I, okay. I think because I, I, we went through. There's a time for everything. Right. And then I I, I stopped there and, and came. I was an offshoot off of that about uh, about God's timing. And I'm I'm using actually I'm using seven scriptures that day, and one of them is Ecclesiastes three. Okay. So. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I kind of sprung that on you. Yeah, I didn't no, mean to right. do that. It's 3-1, and it's just one verse. Okay. There's a time for everything and a reason for every activity under the sun. But here, here I'll, I'll just hit this briefly, and we'll go over again next week. But uh, there's seven things about God's timing that that uh, God is patient, Second Peter 3. God directs, Proverbs 16-9. His timing is perfect. Ecclesiastes 3, one. live for today. Proverbs 27, 1. He gives us a hope in the future. Jeremiah 29, 11. Wait quietly. Lamentations 3, 25. And then submit to him. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And that's one of your favorite verses as well. Mm-hmm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. So that's, that is, that's kind of where we're going. At. I, I didn't want to go on till I really explored that about God's timing because it is it is perfect and ours right. is not so. yes <laughs> well good I uh, appreciate you mentioning that and um, we we do see in our lives how God's timing uh, if we wait upon him I think that sometimes we get rammy don't yeah. we, we oh, get boy we get rammy and of course then there you go again yeah. uh, we can talk about the thicket we get into the thicket because we get rammy <laughs> I guess that's maybe the reason why we we call it such a thing uh, not only because we just ram through with our horns we we get caught then uh, after we've tried to barrel through something that we think we can take on but uh, wait upon the Lord my goodness how mm-hmm. important those those words are Pastor, would you like to pray for us? Thank you, God, for loving us and continuing to put up with the likes of us, and we appreciate that immensely. And I thank you what you're doing here uh, through through the likes of us. You know, with, I appreciate Steve and the direction you're taking him, and I appreciate him preaching, Lord, and um, giving us meat and that message, and uh, for sending this Pastor Sam uh, to, as well, Lord. It's good to hear different perspectives on the word and I just thank you for that and I just thank you for uh, the folks that come here Lord I love them they're my family and I appreciate them and I just pray God that uh, during these times that we do this podcast that it might be inspiring to people that they might pick something up uh, midweek that uh, helps them get through it so uh, I just ask that you bless this podcast Lord and all the ones that We've done, and the one that we're going to t- continue to do as well. We give you praise and glory, Lord. Help us to, to realize that we need to live life under your time. We ask it all in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us here today. Thank you for uh, allowing us to uh, spend a little bit of time with you. Um, God is good. We continue to just proclaim that and praise his name. And we just pray over you you and your family that uh, you continue to uh, embrace what God has in store for you each day uh, as you surrender. Yeah. Amen. Well, God bless. And until next week, we'll say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>